MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas. The other half of the hosting team uh, is in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. How are you? I'm doing great, Pritch. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Another big day today. It's Josh Towers Day. Get to you know throw some games at Josh Towers and yes. MLB, which I'm excited about. But Pritch, going into yesterday, I was saying, hey, we got Joker MVP. Anything else we get is gravy on a Monday, and we got a lot of gravy yes, last we night. Did. The Celtics <laughs> coming up bigly there. Time Lord was out, ticked back up to one and a half, but didn't matter because Al Horford, who's 35, and I'm 35, Pritch. Mm-hmm. Look what a 35-year-old can do out there on the court, going up against Giannis with a stare down. Celtics are now back tied with the series he dunked uh, on him too dunked on him yeah exactly and you get the stare down that was the best to stare down Horford's a mild-mannered guy and you know he was into it when he was you know staring down Giannis there but uh looking at you know um you know a buy low spot on the Grizzlies yesterday plus the points that got down to nine and a half Mm -hmm. and really the NHL some systems that we were talking about this desperation awful loss system where you got uh Calgary yesterday you got Florida yesterday and then our over system these overs continue to roll here getting the over in the Penguins game uh getting the over game the over in the Avalanche game as well Pritch so I'm feeling good got a big Bruins game tonight it's 70 degrees in boston let's get after it today Fred. yeah let's get after it indeed i mean this show we stay humble because we're grinders right i mean you can <laughs> pat yourselves on the back if you want to but we're grinders here on this show and betting across america during the weekend uh but when you have a day like yesterday uh, i'm sorry i mean you kind of have to take a victory lap a little bit josh applebaum 
Yeah, and I think that's the part of sports betting. You have a yeah. bad day, you know, you got to eat some crow, you don't feel great about it, you always want to bounce back. But this is the thing about sports betting. I think, you know, you take your lumps when you lose, mm-hmm. but when you win, well, you know, what's wrong with being a little excited about right. that? I think that's the perspective you got to have. So, you know, flat betting is always, always grinding. I'm a, I'm a one unit better every play, but mm-hmm. when things go your way, hey, it gives you a little juice and gets you excited to get in the arena once again today. Yeah, when you threw out Joker, Joker, Joker reference, I couldn't think of the game show uh, that was I grew up with. It was Card Sharks. It was bothering me all day yesterday. It was Card Sharks. Uh, when you have the Joker, Joker. So Joker got the week started off uh, in fine fashion. Let's see if we can continue. Uh, but recapping the Celtics, they tied a series with the Bucks uh, with that victory. Uh, remember yesterday, I couldn't determine uh, which is a better team. Who's a better team at this point? And, and we still can't. It's going to go seven. I mean, uh, I think the Celtics have a great chance of controlling the series uh, once it gets back to Boston, obviously. Uh, but the way that this series has shaken out, uh, the, the performances on both sides right there, you mentioned Horford, the chances that he goes for 30 points again, I mean, probably remote. Uh, but we saw Tatum emerge in that fourth quarter when the Celtics desperately needed him. Horford was there to kind of support Jalen Brown, foul trouble, support Tatum with a slower start again. But once Tatum got going, Josh, I I just saw that man's confidence grow as well. Definitely. And that was a bounce back spot for Tatum. Remember, what was he, four for 19 the previous game? So, you know, that was a prop bet where, hey, I don't love betting these big star players to their overs, but kind of that bounce back factor of a good player who had a bad game ends up getting over for you. And really, to me, the pritch, the story was Al Horford. When Mm -hmm. you're getting out of a 35 year old center who, remember, (laughs) Brad Stevens, when he was, you know, taking over for Danny Ainge, that was the first move he made, bringing back Horford, getting rid of that contract for Kemba Walker, and had to give up a first round pick to make it happen. But this is a glue guy that you got your young studs, Brown and Tatum. But when you're getting Horford going for 30 and Pritch, he's a big guy down low, makes a lot of his shots, but he's nailing all his threes. Oh, yeah. You know, his, his little you know bunnies around the elbow. Really just a great game from Horford overall. But, you know, in terms of line movement, what really was notable to me was that over Pritch. You know, we're in the playoffs right now where unders are really killing it. They're, you know, cashing mm-hmm. pretty much two thirds of the time. But that was that unique over where it opened two ten and a half. Got bet all the way up to like 213 and a half. And I think when we did the show, it was 212 and a half or 213. So further movement to the over. Right now, with all these unders cashing, I think if you see that over movement, that's really going to give you the green light to maybe fire in one of these overs. Obviously, it comes through. And now you got a best of three. We're going back to Boston. The series price now, Pritch, Celtics minus 190, Bucks uh, uh, plus 155. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that series, I mean, from what you've seen so far, are you ready to fire on this series? I mean, uh, we, yeah, uh, minus uh, 190 right now. The Bucks uh, plus 170 uh, here on the board. Actually, Celtics minus 200 on the board here. But, um, I mean, it's the best out of three now with home court going to the Celtics. And uh, again, to win the game like they did after losing the game the way that they did uh, in game three, but winning game four the way that they did, I mean, the Celtics minus 200. It seems logical uh, to look at that situation, but you got the defending champions as well, though, Josh. Yeah, I don't want to dismiss Giannis already, Pritch, again, because this guy, you know, heart of a champion, and obviously you still got Holiday. The difference is, you know, no Chris Middleton. I think if you're, you know, 2-2, best of three, you're going back to Boston. With Middleton, you're feeling good. Without Middleton, I'm going to give the edge here to the Celtics. And look into the next game, Pritch, for tomorrow. Very interesting line move. This or very interesting opening number and kind of current number. This is the highest number of the series, I believe. This open at a lot of shops, you know, Celtics laying five, even five and a half. Some fives are up to five and a half. That seems fishy, doesn't it? Like right now, this is going to be a fade the trendy dog play for me because as of right now, and again, take it with a grain of salt. We got to let a lot of these bets come in and the public mm-hmm. doesn't really bet until day of, but I'm looking at 80% of bets grabbing the bucks and the points right now, but yet this line is moving to the Celtics. So this is going to be one of those ultimate 
you know, hazmat plays where, you know, if the if the public betting is all over the Bucks, why is the line moving further to Boston? That number just seems too high, doesn't it, Pritch? Yeah. That tells me that the odds makers are pretty high on Boston going into the next game. All right, let's preview the 76ers and Miami here, Josh. Um, trying to keep this going right now. Looking at a line where you got the Heat minus two and a half. Uh, everybody's buying the 76ers now. Now that Embiid's in his presence back on the floor, 209 uh, and a half is a total. Again, keep in mind Miami Heat, uh, best home record in a regular season uh, as well. Uh, Lowry, I believe, is going to be out. Uh, but it makes Butler become, I think, even more dangerous in this game. Uh, he's already been lighting it up. He's been scoring. But maybe he's going to be on ball a bit more, uh, a, a distributor as well at times which could open up those role players that we've seen uh, have fantastic seasons so far for the Heat. And, and so if you're throwing that many role players lighting it up from the Heat, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating that uh, against the 76ers. I don't know if defensively the 76ers uh, can contain all that. Yeah, that's going to be kind of the question going into a pitch. And anytime you go back home and really interesting thing about both these games tonight, Sixers and the Heat, Mavs and the Suns, the home team has won and covered all four games. Mm -hmm. So again, we've seen this edge to the home court. I think right now uh, the updated numbers on the conference semifinals, home teams are 12 and four ATS, 75%. The Celtics were kind of that rare one yesterday that was able uh, on the road to come through. But I'm looking at this line, Pritch. I got to take the 76ers in this one. I know this, you know, home court edge has been great to these home teams, but this line opened out a lot of shops. You know, uh, the Miami Heat coming back home, minus three and a half. Now, it's not a hugely lopsided play. At BetMGM, you're getting just right 51% of bets, slight majority here on the Heat. But yet we're seeing this line get down to two and a half. And what's notable to me is, you know, reading the newsletter last night, I saw that three and a half get down to three overnight. And I'm saying, okay, a little bit of money coming in here on the 76ers. But then today you've seen that those threes get down to two and a half. So further movement, really all movement has been toward Philadelphia in this spot. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not a huge low bets, higher dollars, but 49% bets, 53% money. And the line is going in their favor. You know, you do have some road refs here. You don't have a Scott Foster watch here, Pritch. So you don't have to worry about that. But James Williams, Tyler Ford, Kane Fitzgerald, all road refs today, around 52 to 54% ATS to the road team. Line is moving to Philadelphia. And just looking at line moves in the playoffs, uh, playoff line moves, 31 and 20 ATS, 61%. If you won your previous game and you have a line move, 19 and 10 against the spread, 66%. So that would match here with the Philadelphia 76ers. I'll take the Sixers in the points. I think you really want that three. Shop around if you like the, the Sixers. Get a three. You know, don't take the two and a half that's right in front of you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Already success is going to our heads because <laughs> I might be going with the Miami Heat. Uh, you're going with the 76ers. I, I just look at the performance and the convergence of factors for the 76ers that happen. Uh, going back home, uh, Embiid coming back on the court, being back on the floor. Uh, Danny Green, I mean, my goodness. Is he going to have a game like he did uh, the first uh, game three there at home and then Harden? Uh, is he going to back up that performance? I guess there's a better. I mean, the line's moving that way. People are anticipating that happening. Um, but, you know, Lowry injury, that that kind of makes the Heat go back to what I think is a better version of the Heat. Uh, certainly Butler uh, leading the way, too. I'm looking at Hero as well, 17 and a half uh, from a point standpoint. The guy was averaging off off the bench 20 points during the season. So uh, we'll, we'll see if he can get back in gear uh, as well. But yeah, I, I'm just looking for the Heat to kind of bounce back with the home court. So I can't argue with that whatsoever, Pritch. I mean, I like the line move to the Sixers mm -hmm. plus three and a half down to two and a half. But I think if you're going to bet Miami, you know, think about a money line play. They're only minus 150 right. on the money line. And here's the angle to me, Pritch. Playoff favorites straight up. Just if you're favored in the game by the point spread and you are just 
do you win the game or lose the game? Playoff favorites straight up are 48 and 17, 74%. So mm -hmm. I think that's your angle here. And we've seen a lot of chalk come through with these favorites, especially at home. I got to take the Sixers again because okay. of that line move. But Rich, <laughs> you go money line. I'll take the three. Can we get Heat winning by one oh, or two? We're I all like happy it. Here. I like it. Yeah. Actually, I think you convinced me with the money line. You're right. It's not that bad of a money line situation either. So uh, instead of laying the points, thank you for pointing that out, Josh Applebaum. Uh, appreciate <laughs> you on that one. Um, any props uh, either either side here, 76ers or, or the Heat that you're eyeing? I haven't eyed a ton of them, Pritch. You know, one guy to me I'd look at is maybe P.J. Tucker, old reliable here. If you're going toward role players and you're going to be back home, I'm always looking at Tucker, points, rebounds, and assists combined. Adebayo's intriguing because yeah. he's had some good games and he had a really bad game last time. So I'm always trying to look to buy low on some of these guys after they have a tough game. And also, you know, Maxi intrigues me a little bit. He's been, you know, averaging close to 20 a game uh, throughout this series. I'm not going to lean on too many prop bets, though, Pritch. To me, you know, unless you're dialed into these props and betting them every night, I have way more confidence in kind of the, the full game odds than I do in props. But, again, buying low and some role players, that's where I'd go just in general. Tonight. All right. Off to a fast start here uh, on the program, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I just want to remind everybody the VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you can get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it including Adam Burke's uh, daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, including that play on the Grizzlies right there with the points, which was outstanding. Uh, Andy McNeil would break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. Sign up now at vcin.com slash spring. Come up next on the program, Retired. MLB pitcher Josh Towers. He's in studio. That's next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey everybody, it's time to get into Benham Gym Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. Benham Gym is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. With your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials. Every day of the week, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And so is our guest, Josh Towers, retired MLB pitcher, VCN MLB analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at No Don't Josh. Josh, how are you? I'm good. Don't don't expect me to follow you back, though. I, I posted it. I posted <laughs> okay, it. Wait a I don't pay attention. <laughs> okay. Well, no, don't, Josh, if you want to follow is. him on Twitter. Um, <laughs> let's start out. I mean, baseball is kind of crazy. I mean, the umpires mm-hmm. all over the place this year. And then uh, the Pirates beating the Dodgers and then the Reds beating the Brewers. So let's start here with Justin Verlander, 39 years old, Jeez. moves to the favorite to win AL Cy Young at plus 600. Starting in Minnesota tonight. Uh, Josh um, Towers, minus 140 here at the South Point. What do you make of the 39-year-old's return from surgery? Um, I mean, this kid's good. He's always been good, right? Like, we watched him since he got called up and, I mean, shoot, the draft. Like, I, I think it's all it's, – it's one of those draft picks where JV was always going to be good. Um, 
age-wise, you never want to get hurt, but age-wise and having the surgery and, and took last year off by default, the thing it does is it, it resets our, our preparation. It resets our throwing programs. It okay. kind of it teaches us a lot. Like, as bad as injuries are, they can be beneficial long-term. And it was at a time in his career that you don't see it too, too much. But uh, I don't know. I, I think it turns out to be a good thing for him, right? Mm-hmm. Gave him time off. I think it buys him a couple more years. And, again, like, as intelligent as he is as a pitcher, uh, he hasn't – it's allowed him to not be taxed, like, the body so much, right? I, I don't know. I mean, I really like – I've always liked this guy. I like what he's doing now. I mean, he's 229 wins to 130 losses, y'all, in his yeah. career. Like, this is an amazing, amazing pitcher. I mean, we've seen the no-hitters and everything else. He had double-digit wins, and I know I'm going along and along on JV, but uh, his rookie year he went 0-2. It doesn't really count. He only had a couple games, 11 innings. And then fast-forward to 2015, uh, and then to the injury year last year, is the only time he's never had double-digit wins in a major league season. Are you kidding me? Mm. Like, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, he is next-level good. So what he does is not an accident. Um, and the only thing that's going to get in the way of Justin Verlander being good is an injury. That's right. it. There's nothing else. The man's amazing. Josh, happy Tuesday. Great to talk baseball sure. with you. Always look forward to your appearances. Uh, let me ask you about Seattle. Seattle was a team last year that surprised a lot of people and, you know, almost snuck into the wild card there. Yeah. They came up a game short last day of the season. And, you know, a lot of the analytics were telling you they got really lucky last year. Their record was probably better one than, you know, their win lot than their uh, runs for runs against. And maybe they're saying, hey, kid, you know, hey, maybe some regression here on Seattle. They're struggling, Josh. They're 2-11 and in their last 13 games. Philly beat them 9 nothing yesterday. I'm looking at backing Philly here once again. This is NOLA against Robbie Ray. Ray was their prize acquisition in free agency. But this game was about a pick to open. The Phillies have shot up to around minus 125. So big move toward Philadelphia here. Number one, Josh, what's up with Seattle? And number two, do you like the Phillies today? Yeah, let me finish real quick to that last question. Joe Ryan's going from Minnesota mm-hmm. against JV. This kid has been legit. Uh, his bad game was four and two-thirds and two runs last time. He had seven innings uh, and one hit and six innings on two hits his previous two. So this is going to be a really, really good pitching matchup uh, over there in Minnesota. Um, listen, the Mariners, I, I thought they would fade too like they did the year before, but they didn't. They're really good in one-run games. Uh, and talking to some friends over there, they, they have a great clubhouse atmosphere that everybody kind of gets along and pulls for each other. Very, very important when it comes to winning. Uh, and then the trust, right? The, the, like if you're winning one-run games, uh, at some point everybody on your team hitting but mainly pitching got comfortable and playing late in the innings when the pressure's on to the point where it's becoming the first and second innings of this team again. So what they're doing uh, is special and then the offense because the pitching has been so good gets to chip in when it needs to um, They don't have to go three for four have anybody hit 350 this team's done a, a really good job. So um, Again, like I always say we get caught up in looking at the names on the jerseys and think that you have to have a big name to be successful But in the baseball scheme of life, you don't have to what's the most impressive about the Mariners to me is the manager service and the GM they struggled everywhere else they've been and they were gifted or went and got good teams with a bigger budget. Mm -hmm. And so maybe this smaller marketing um, and learn from my past history has really helped this team because I think those two guys that I thought shouldn't even have jobs at one point have really made the biggest adjustment to the success of this of this team. And then again, you know, how I feel about my boys like Paul Seawald and the guys. Um, Philly still hasn't heated up. Right. they're, they're inconsistent, but they have made the adjustments. Again, a professional manager, what they have over there. 
Reese Hoskins is struggling. I've been vocal about this. And they start bumping him down. All right, go in the eight hole. Go in the six hole. I'm not just going to rely on you. Schwarber, go back down there and hit. All right, you got warm. I'll put you back up. So they're starting to make the necessary adjustments. They need to be a successful offensive team instead of just penciling my lineup and here it is. And if we struggle, we struggle. They're not doing that. They also got Bryson Stott back up. Um, Bryson is and belongs in the big leagues. And I think that's kind of a, a very important piece for the flexibility at the bottom of the lineup and the different positions that he can play with some other guys. Uh, Nola has started pitching better. Like, again, we don't know what we're going to get out of right. Aaron Nola. We had talked about this at depth last time. Seven innings, one run. Six innings, three. Seven innings, no runs. And into the sixth and two in his last four. So Aaron Nola, it's kind of like – and I know he's not necessarily the leader, but when Aaron goes, that team kind of goes, kind of similar to Bryce, but on the pitching side. And so right now with Nola doing his thing, I think it's very important. So I don't see the line. All right, 126. Mm -hmm. That's dangerous, mm -hmm. right? You're asking a, a road team from on the East Coast to be the favorite in Seattle. That's a dangerous line. I do like Seattle, but how do you not take the home team with Robbie Ray on the mound? Lost money? Sure. It's kind of a blind one. I mean, I'm not like saying that necessarily you have to do that, but unless there's something that happened with these two teams that I'm missing, I don't think Phil, uh, Seattle should be the favorite at all. Okay. You're the expert. Or Sorry, I don't think Philly should be the, the, the favorite at all. So Philly should not be the favorite here. I don't want to not like both teams. That's the thing. But, like, I, I like Philadelphia more in the matchup because I like what Aaron Noah is doing right now. Um, but, again, my money has to be on Seattle if I'm going to bet this because they're the home team yeah. with – the reigning Cy Young on the mound. Real quick, I want to get into yes, Chicago and, and Cleveland because okay. that was an outstanding baseball game. Uh, yes. and, and the thing about the, the – because Cleveland is in my portfolio, uh, the run line for them has been insane. Nine and one the last ten. Really? Run line Good situations. Uh, so you, you saw what they did yesterday, too, against White Sox. But a uh, different game. Cleveland right now is plus 160. Uh, Quantrill on the bump uh, and uh, Giolito on the bump for the White Sox. After a game like that, I mean, it's serious baseball. There's no revenge spots. Is there a Josh in serious baseball? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. And and you got Mr. Uh, quality start on the mound for Cleveland. Like, these two guys in the last two years are top ten, I think, in ERAs, both these guys. And Lucas Gito kind of throws me off with that spot. But Quantrill's good. Mm -hmm. um, Giolito's also good, but he's very, to me, inconsistent. Um but he's had a good start, too, four, four, six, and six, and he hasn't given up more than three, kind of like Quantrill. So we got a good pitching matchup here. Um, still tough for me to trust the White Sox. I, I, I'm cool with the White Sox at home being the favorite in this game, 100%. Okay. But I don't think that they should be that big of a favorite. When, when you got a, a, a division game, you got a Guardians team that's playing well, and you got Cal Contrell who's been pitching really well. Mm -hmm. I think value alone, without looking at the lineup, I haven't seen a lineup, I think value alone is on, uh, I want to call him the tribe, but I think it's on the Guardians. Okay. So first off, guys, stop throwing that ALE standings in front of me. As a Red Sox fan, <laughs> I throw up in my mouth every time I see the Red Sox they're, below they're playing the well. Orioles. They're doing good. So. Yeah, the Orioles, you, who, can you believe it? They're in head of the Sox here. But anyway, I got to ask you this, Josh. The Red Sox <laughs> are on the road at Atlanta. Both these teams have disappointed. They're both below 500. But, you know, Whitlock, uh, right? They both have great ERAs. A lot of, if you're here in Boston, the swoon that the Red Sox have gone under really coincided with taking Whitlock out of the pen and putting him in the rotation. He's a great pitcher, but he was really their only guy out of the pen that could get you some outs in higher leverage situations. Josh, what do you think about this one tonight? I'm looking at the Braves. They open minus 130. They're they're creeping up to around minus 140. 
Both teams had the day off the previous day. Take the favorite. Very simple system, but it's around 70% this year. Your take on why the Sox are so bad from an outsider perspective, and do you like Atlanta tonight? Is it just Dog Tuesday, Preach? These lines are kind of throwing me <laughs> off a little bit. Uh, listen, the Braves did the same thing last year. They had a slow start to the first half, and then they just went on that run. They're a professional team. They don't worry. The Red Sox were the opposite. A lot of unexpected stuff, and then this team uh, just continued to roll. I don't know why they're losing right now, but um, – Maybe it looks like everybody else just used the baseballs as an excuse. I'm not 100%. Uh, I, I do like Whitlock. Um, it, now that he's a starter, they got to leave him as a starter. So we're going to see some bumps with him just because he's getting stretched out. But right now, he's been great. But again, so has the Atlanta pitcher. He's given up three runs his last start. It's been his only three runs. So to me, this is an Atlanta game. Okay. Zany world of Major League Baseball. Crazy Anything and everything year. can happen this year yes, so sir. far. Thanks for your time, Josh. Thank you guys. So I talk fast track. Get it in. That, that's, that's good. That's good. That's awesome. Uh, no, don't Josh uh, on, on Twitter right there. He won't follow you back. But come up next, uh, the <laughs> NBA uh, and also NHL playoffs. That's next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouches is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Zen nicotine pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and are made with food-grade ingredients. Just open a child restraint lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum. For up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction, Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths. Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction, six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere and anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are for adults over 21 who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so back to the NBA, Josh Applebaum, uh, Dallas and Phoenix. Best of three now. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting, I, I think. Can Dallas uh, take their shooting show on the road? Uh, that's going to be key. I, I think the key to Dallas getting back into this was their defense, though, uh, and what they did. I mean, that's the home court advantages right here. So now you go back to Phoenix. Phoenix with the home court, obviously the line representing that, uh, minus six uh, against the Mavs, 215 is a total. What do you think? So I think first off, Pritch, a stew point by you, these low scoring games got to benefit the Mavs here. They're, you know, used to playing these, you know, 101 to 90 type games. They have one of the best defensive efficiency teams aside from the Celtics left in the playoffs here. We see these high scoring games the other day when the Suns drop 142, mm -hmm. that's bad for the Mavs. I don't know if they can keep up in these high scoring matchups, but you know, two to two, we're going back to the Suns or going back to the Phoenix, uh, you know, Phoenix tonight. Suns are minus 250 on the series price. Mavericks are plus 200. So if you like Phoenix, last two out of three are going to be in Phoenix. That minus 250 on the series price, you're probably better off like rolling over their money line, but that thing will rise if they get it done tonight. Now, Pritch, I think, you know, to me, I'm going to go Mavericks here, but I'm not going to call it a sharp play. To me, it's a value play. If you look at, you know, just the line and the betting percentages across the market, you're getting 91% of bets on the Suns tonight. That is as lopsided as it gets this time of year. Anytime I see 91%, 
automatically it's telling me odds makers are really going to be rooting for that team getting 9%, mm-hmm. which is Dallas tonight here. And again, it, the line did go to, to Phoenix here. So if you like Phoenix, you know, they opened minus five and a half. They got up to minus six. But one notable thing, and if you're betting on sports on a daily basis, don't look at just the current number. Don't just look at the opening number. Look at all the moves in between because I've seen at times when this line gets to six and a half, you've had buyback on the Mavs plus six and a half with the hook. So uh, that told me that, hey, you know, maybe that was the high watermark, kind of like that 10 and a half high watermark last night with the Grizzlies here, Pritch. So again, I don't think the Mavs are sharp. The line's really been trending toward, you know, the Suns the whole time. But if you're only getting 9% of bets, you're you're in an inflated line value spot. I'm going to take the Mavericks. I'm going to shop around and try to find that plus six and a half okay. and see if they can keep this thing close like they have the last couple games. So as a Mavericks uh, backer here, and again, data-driven, uh, and we all know that about you, but let's bring in circumstances. So circumstances, can the Dallas Mavericks bring their defensive intensity on the road? Uh, can they bring their shooting accuracy on the road? Or I mean, 23-pointers, good grief uh, at home, right? I, I mean, that's one thing to do it at home, but it's another thing to do it on the road against the Suns Let's face it, the best team in the NBA during a regular season that way. Uh, The other circumstance, too, I want to bring in, Josh. Chris Paul had his birthday over the weekend. His family was out there. Okay, as a professional athlete, we get distracted. I mean, you're on the road for that long, and it's your your birthday. Uh, You get distracted. I mean, all the turnovers uh, that Chris Paul had and fouling out of the game, I mean, it's like he wasn't even in it. It wasn't even there. Uh, over the weekend with, in Dallas. So circumstances are changing, I think, for the Suns. I mean, I know as a data-driven guy, you, do you look at that at all? So I definitely do look at that. And again, you know, I'm on a couple road teams here. I don't love that. Mm-hmm. The fact that you've had, you know, so many great uh, trends here to these home teams in general. But to me, I try to take each game with a grain of salt, like, or basically on its own merits. Uh, we'll put it that way. So yeah. for example, like the line is moving to the suns, but here's the thing. It's not 50, 50 betting or, you know, a slight majority on the Mavs and the lines going to the suns, the suns at BetMGM. We mentioned a second ago, 91% of bets, 95% of money. I mean, it's all suns tonight. So it, to me, you're, you're not in a, a totally sharp play with the Suns. You know, you have such public support as well. What I'm getting at is I'm, I'm a little more comfortable taking the Mavs and the points here based on value and based on finding that six and a half because it's so lopsided. Again, yeah. if it was 50-50 in the lines moving to the Suns, then I'd say, hey, this is a good bounce back spot, Suns at home. But again, the fact you're so lopsided, Again, I don't think this is a sharp play. And in order to be sharp, you, you got to have at least, you know, one of three things, a steam move or a reverse mm-hmm. line move or a line freeze. You're really not getting any of that here. But 9% of bets, you're getting inflated six and a half. To me, that becomes a value play here on the Mavs. And also to your point, Pritch, you know, looking at Chris Paul, I'm looking at what he did this last game, five points, you know, only played 23 <laughs> minutes, had his birthday party. But also not only just, you know, looking at player props with, guys who had a, a rough game, mm-hmm. but there's also that sideline issue where the Mavs fans heckled his family. And it's kind of a gross thing that happened on, you know, you know, off the court there. I think Chris Paul is going to be fired up to stick it to the Mavs tonight. So if you're looking at his points, rebounds and assists over 30 and a half, I lean over there with a bounce back spot for Paul at home. Yeah. He's going to be aggressive, but what I, I the player that I think is going to be aided with him uh, if he's effective that way is uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, 17 and a half points. Uh, from a prop uh, standpoint, I like that one go over. Uh, ten and a half rebounds would be interesting uh, with Dallas uh, and, and the Suns and how they're playing too. But the five-out offense has been troublesome for the Suns, uh, and they've been creating. But I, I just, I, I'm questioning whether or not the Mavs can bring that kind of shooting accuracy uh, on the road in the environment that they're going to face against the Phoenix Suns, though. 
And that's really the concern yeah. here. If you're going to take the points like this, you know, my, my thing with the Suns would be, you know, if you're laying a six or six and a half now at this point, and the mm -hmm. team's getting 91%, you can flip it, flip it the other way and say, Hey, I don't want to be with the public getting the worst of the number. It's a 10 o'clock game. It's going to be the most heavily bet game of the night. That's why to me, the Mavs with the six and a half are kind of just a pure contrarian play tonight, yeah. Pritch. When you see percentages that lopsided, that's kind of the direction I'll go. You're looking at some of these referees. I'm still on Scott Foster watch here, Pritch, <laughs> but luckily for Chris Paul, he's not reffing this one tonight. It's Tom Washington, David Guthrie, Sean Wright, who, by the way, are slightly to the road team here, just around 52, 53%. And then also the total pitch. This one did rise. Maybe you'll get another high scoring game here. You know, it seems like the Mavs games are at home Mavs unders mm -hmm. at, you know, Suns games. It feels like we're going over a lot. This thing opened 213. It's up to 214 and a half. So you're talking about that Celtics over yesterday where nine out of nine out of 10 playoff games, you're seeing the, you know, the under smart money drop the line. This will be one tonight where the line's actually rising here. So maybe if you're wary of, you know, Suns are too popular, but, you know, Mavs don't have much sharp action here. Maybe you look toward the total. I lean over here. You're seeing some over money in a playoff season where a lot of unders are coming through. That's fishy. Tells me some wise guys like the over tonight. Okay, let's get to the NHL playoffs because you've been hot uh, when it comes to hockey, Josh Applebaum. Okay, the Bruins uh, and the Hurricanes uh, tied up. Uh, just total six. Uh, Carolina minus 155 here against your Bruins. So I got to be consistent. You know, I'm a Bruins fan here, Pritch. I can't hide my fandom there, but I'll never, you know, endorse something just because it's my team. You know, if you're betting this game, I probably lean hurricanes in this one kills me to say it, but you're going back to Carolina. You do have a line move toward Carolina. A lot of these uh, shops open like minus 145. You're now up to minus 155 and Carolina would match that system. That's done very well this year. Desperate off a loss or zigzag, whatever you want to call it, but you lose a game in the NHL playoffs. The teams the next time out are 15 to nine off a loss, 62%, 21% return on investment gets even better if you have that playoff experience. So you're going back to Carolina. There's no Charlie McAvoy or Hampus Lindholm for my Bruins here. But I would say the top line is starting to score some points again. I don't know if someone par uh, punched Martian in the face bridge, <laughs> but he woke up over the weekend. I'm going to root for the Bruins as a fan. I'm not going to bet the Bruins. I think from a betting angle, there's some systems and, and reasons to like Carolina tonight. Okay, he's looking at that total of six. I mean, that's been uh, pretty trendy. Uh, is this another situation between these two teams uh, where you're looking at the over as well? So I didn't play the over. Okay. You know, we do have this over trend so far where overs, you know, 20 and 12, they're like 62% overall. That magic number of six, if it's six or less, you really have seen some great over opportunities here. You know, to me, Pritch, tonight, the games that are my favorite, okay. Minnesota Wild. The Wild would match this, you know, desperation off a loss system. They got rolled their last time out. You're back home at Minnesota. They open minus 135. The Wild are up to like minus 155. They're one of the biggest moves of the day. So I like the line movement to Minnesota. I like that desperation off a loss system match no Tory Krug it looks like for the Blues they're kind of banged up on their blue line mm -hmm. uh, you also have Minnesota 31 and 8 at home they've been a great home team and just from a betting perspective only 63% of bets but 85% of money on Minnesota here so my favorite play tonight I'll be staying up a little late Pritch I'm sweating the Minnesota Wilder on a minus 155 and minus 160 out here at the South Point right now Josh um, Applebaum okay the Lightning and the Maple Leafs uh, thoughts on this series I, I'm not making a bet on, on this series but, but a thought on this matchup though so a little bit of movement toward Toronto here. You know, they open like minus 120-ish. They're up to around minus 130. They would match that desperate off a loss system match. You know, I'm not going to bet this one, but to me, Pritch, anytime you talk lightning, I'm just going to wait until they're coming off a loss. That's right. really the way to bet the lightning over the last three postseasons. I believe they're now 16-0 and 0 coming off a loss. You cash over the weekend here. So desperation, little line move to Toronto. I'd lean Toronto here, but that just sets up if, you know, Toronto wins at home. Game six going back to uh, Tampa after a loss. I would be, I'd be looking at Tampa in that next game. All right. And then L.A. Uh, Edmonton. 
uh, information only on this one, please, for the betting public out there, Josh. Edmonton's minus 210, six and a half the total. It's a big number, Pritch, but I'm going oil here. I'm okay. going to lay it, you know, my one unit. I'm not Again, you're not risking 2.1 mm-hmm. units to win one. If you're a bet to risk, not bet to win guy like me, you're just risking your one unit. But Edmonton coming off a, a tough loss for nothing. You're coming back home. You open minus 200. You're creeping up to 210. I'm laying it with the oil tonight. All right. Again, you've been hot with hockey. Uh, let's keep it going for sure. Uh, so much going on with the NBA hockey playoffs. It's spectacular. Coming up next on the program, uh, the NFL season-long props. We're going to get to passing yards. Uh, we'll go over those props. That's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is giving baseball fans a chance to swing for defensive. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any game. Either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. MLB trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. We will get to best bets when it comes to Major League Baseball in a moment. Uh, But let's preview these props in um, the National Football League, Josh. Regular season season passing yards leader. Um, This is interesting because you got Justin Herbert at the top, plus 550. Tom Brady, never count him out, plus 700. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes with a new receiving core. He still has Kelsey, uh, plus 900. Stafford, plus 900. Burrow plus 900. I'm going to go down this list, though, to Aaron Rodgers at 14-1 and then Russell Wilson at 18-1 here. Regular season, most regular season passing yards. The sole reason Russell wanted out of Seattle was so he can throw the football. And he's teamed up with Hackett, who, okay, he had the offense with Aaron Rodgers for a while. At 18-1 right now, Josh, what do you think of, of Russell Wilson? So I think Wilson died and went to heaven, you know, leaving Seattle where, you know, they're great for a, you know, a while and then obviously tailed off. And now he gets to go to Denver with a really good roster here. You're going to have to, you know, obviously uh, take advantage of that elevation if you can, but a lot of good young, you know, weapons there for, for Russell Wilson to use. So 18 to one to me, that's a pretty good number there in general. Now, Herbert, it's intriguing that he's the favorite plus 550. Obviously, a young player, you know, they're continuing to add weapons and, you know, uh, devote resources to his offensive line. So I totally get that. You play in the dome. Rich, Tom Brady plus 700. I don't think that's a bad number at all. I mean, I know the guy's a million years old, but he, he led the league last year, 5,316 uh, passing yards. You're going to get a pretty good uh, addition here to your receiving core with Russell Gage. I thought that was a sneaky good move getting him from Atlanta. So I think it's hard not to look at Brady and say, hey, he's done everything, won all the awards, won all the Super Bowls, but this is a guy that's really lighting it up and throwing the ball it's still at an at a, at a older age at a really high rate. So I look at Brady at this prop. The other one that intrigued me, Pritch, I'll toss it to you because it's in your neck of the woods. Derek Carr, 10 to 1. You know, Derek Carr uh, threw for 4,804 
passing yards last year. He was fifth in the NFL behind Stafford, Mahomes, Herbert, and Brady. But now you're bringing in Devontae Adams. You've got a, you know, an offensive-minded head coach there in Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. You play in a, a nice kind of you know, Allegiant sta- Stadium kind of indoor dome there. So what do you think about Carr? Do you expect a big year out of Carr this year, Pritch? You know, uh, it is fascinating right there, too, because he's teamed up with Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the game right now. Uh, Josh McDaniels, too, probably going to let those guys – um, perform at a high level or help them perform at a high level. The thing is, it's just a new offense, though, and you wonder how soon they can grasp it. Uh, we're not too far al- uh, away from offseason camps, you know, OTAs and all that, uh, Josh. So from a, from a betting standpoint, maybe gauge that from insiders, how they look, uh, how comfortable everybody is with that situation with Derek Carr uh, and Devontae Adams. But to your point about Brady, I mean, my goodness, he did throw for 5,300 yards last year, uh, right? And he's a million and one years old, by the way. Um, But he's got that new contract with Fox on the horizon. Ten years, 375 million. Now, I'm not going to question Brady's motivation. I I think he's still playing because he loves the game. But when you know that's waiting for you after the season – I mean, 5,300 yards again. I'm just looking at the sole reason Russell Wilson going to Denver so he can have input on the offense, his fingerprints all over that, as well as throw the football more. Let him cook, right? 18-1, it just seems like it's too rich to pass up at this point. Yeah, so first off, Tom Brady, doesn't he have a really rough life, Pritch? You know, you win all the Super Bowls, you're married to Giselle, and now you got just $375 million over sure. 10 years. When, right. when, you're ready to, when you're ready to do it as an analyst, Pritch. So that, that's pretty nice there. But I think to your point, you know, with Russell Wilson, it's also intriguing because that's a really good division now with a lot of stacked good quarterbacks. So, you know, if you're going to go over that, you know, passing yard uh, prop or, you know, lead the league, then you're probably going to want to be in a lot of shootouts, a lot of high scoring games, games where, you know, you're, you're not up 27 to 10 in the fourth quarter and you run the ball. You're probably going to be, you know, back and forth, like going up against Herbert. Is it a 35, 32 game? You know, obviously Mahomes loses Tyree kill, but they've reloaded a little bit. Those are still going to be tough games. The Raiders offense is going to be pretty good. So I think to your point, it's not only, you know, Wilson, you know, let Russ cook, let him, let him throw the ball. But also if you're going to be in a lot of these maybe high scoring games, we're going to have to put up a lot of stats and keep throwing the ball in a really good division. Maybe that's another angle to consider if you're going to look toward Wilson 18 to one, but I'm with you, Pritch. That's a pretty good number there. Yeah, it is. I absolutely just eyeing that one right there. Um, Okay. Let's get to major league baseball again. Best bets here on the program, the market insights podcast too. Everybody on Twitter is talking about it, Josh. I mean, uh, you're giving out plays left and right and people are cashing tickets. So great job on the market insights podcast. I appreciate it, Pritch. You know, coming from you, it means a lot, my man. So I'll just say, let's talk some baseball. Yes. We hit on some NHL. We hit on some uh, some NBA. One game that caught my eye, the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Sox fan here, Pritch, but uh, money's green, and I'll bet the Yankees if they're sharp, and I think they're pretty sharp today. Severino against Kachuki. Yankees open this one like a minus 145 favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 170. That's a really good line move in their favor. By the way, you're starting to see chalk really start to, you know, gain some uh, gain some momentum here in Major League Baseball. Favorites are now 269 and 165, 62%, about a 3% ROI. But I like the Yankees in this spot. Uh, they're 19-8 as a favorite. They're 12 and 4 at home. They're also 6 and 2 against lefties. So to your portfolio, Pritch, looking at these teams that are really good, you know, uh, like righties against lefties or lefties against righties or whatever, however your lineup is built. 
They've done very well against lefties here. So I'm going to back the Yankees in this spot. Pretty yeah. good line move in their favor. Uh, another one that caught my eye would be Tampa Bay. If you're looking for a flyer here, the Rays lost yesterday at the Angels. Now they got Corey Kluber on the bump. They're going up against Reed Detmers to the point of, you know, lefty righties and looking at these angles, Pritch. Tampa Bay is 6-1 and one against lefties this year. They're going up against a lefty in Detmers. This was kind of a pick em number. Rays are creeping up to minus 115. I'm seeing a lot of movement here on the Rays, and I'd really be banking on, on Kluber with the advantage over Detmers. So I'll go Rays here in this one as well. You know, I like the Yankees. I mean, they are uh, crushing the baseball. Toronto's lineup, um, something's going on with that lineup. I mean, not producing <laughs> runs for the pitching. Timely pitching, too, but the Yankees are certainly – they have both going for them uh, at this moment. And so I do like that situation, uh, Josh. Out here at the South Point, uh, the Yankees are minus 172 uh, in their ball game. Uh, 175 now as it ticked up a little bit. And you mentioned, too, Pritch, like I love this Jays lineup. You know, that over – what was it, 91 and a half wins this year was a really mm -hmm. popular bet. They're 17 and 13. They're still profitable on the year. Uh, but to your point, you know, looking at some of these unders – Blue Jays are 18 and 11 to the under Yankees are 18 and 10 to the under. These have both been under teams. I think we, you know, look at these lineups and say, man, they're, you know, it's going to be a 10 to five game, a, you know, a nine to eight game. You've seen a lot of unders come through both sides. And this one opened at a very low seven and a half. And even though you're getting a majority bets on the over the unders juice up minus minus one fifteen. I don't know if this gets down to seven, but it's trending downward. You do have wind blowing in a little bit at Yankee stadium. So I would lean under in this one. And also, you know, if you're on a big favorite, Think about the total correlative betting. Like a low total is good for a favorite. We talk about it all the time. But, you know, when you're a favorite of like minus 150 or more, you have a low total seven half or less. This is where you see a lot of these, you know, two nothing, you know, four to one type games. So the low total that's falling with the Yankees as a favorite that's rising, that's good correlative betting. I think that gives you a little more confidence if you're willing to lay that, you know, kind of a little bit of a high price there on New York. Okay, let's get to a market insight perspective on the Mets in Washington. Uh, the amazing Mets, Josh Applebaum. How about that? I mean, uh, they're an incredible ball club, uh, as we know right now. Minus 168 is the total in the game. Yeah, this one was intriguing to me because right off the bat, it's like hammer the Mets, right? They're mm -hmm. 20 and 10. Yeah. You know, the, the Nats here are 10 and 20, so it looks completely lopsided. Corbin's been awful, 7.16 ERA. Carrasco's been great, around a 3 ERA. I'll lean Mets here in this one, Pritch, but I'm a little worried because some of these numbers did tick down a little, a little bit. I think some of these openers are close to like minus 170. They're down to minus 160. So I don't like going up against kind of a little bit of movement here on the Nats. Now, maybe that's just, you know, respect to better saying, hey, Mets are good. Nats are terrible. But that line was just a little bit too high. You know, mm -hmm. you look at a lot of these, you know, wise guys or wise girls in the industry, they'll just bet if the number is a little bit off from right. what, from their numbers. So it dipped a little bit. I still think the Mets are the play here, especially going, going, going up against Corbin. But I don't like betting a favorite when the line is falling. It tells me maybe you had a bite at the apple here with the Nats. Tonight. You know, that's interesting, too, because the line you said moving towards Nationals here, right? Uh, Corbin has been not great <laughs> so far this year. Uh, but looking at every major stat for the Mets, uh, it's been positive except their record against left-handed pitchers. Uh, even I though, love the – Yeah. Pritch, I was going to say, you are sharp as a tack because <laughs> I just was going to bring portfolio. that up. The Mets are – their portfolio, <laughs> baby. I love it. 17-6 uh, and six against righties, absolutely destroying righties, 3-4 and four against lefties. So, so to your point, maybe it's, hey, the Mets are the better team. They should win this game, you know, I don't know, seven times out of ten, something like that but they've struggled a little bit against lefties. It's, it is a divisional game as bad as the Nats are, you know, divisional dogs do have a little bit of credit mm -hmm. and it do have kind of a higher end total that eight. I know technically is a low total, but it is juiced up over and you've seen a lot of these lines really fall. So again, I'm not betting the Mets, but uh, yeah, Hey, they look like they're pretty good to start. Yeah. No, I was curious about the, the market.
get insight because Corbin, I mean, my goodness, 7.16 ERA, 0-5. But you got the line move towards the Nationals. Great job, Josh. Good luck with your plays. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it, Prince. Good luck tonight. Thank you very much. Uh, come up next, The Edge, right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.